Before we get started, I want to thank our sponsors, Athletic Brewing, for making a great option for non-alcoholic craft beer. You can save 15% on an order using the code ADVENTURE at athleticbrewing.com. And also want to thank CS Instant Coffee for making a great option for instant coffee while in the backcountry. It's a 100% Arabica and 100% compostable packaging. Go to csinstant.coffee and use the code ADVENTURE for 20% off at checkout. What's one of the greatest um, parts of it for me is I'm still in touch with people who knew us then, right? So they knew the struggle. They knew when I was 15. They watched my mom, you know, go through some challenges. And now they see us now. This is the Adventure Sports Podcast. Trying to help you find adventure every day in any stage of life. You're going to hear from explorers, adventurers, business owners, and anyone living their life a little more out of the box than usual. So Beth was inspired by the Hoyt family, uh, the father-son duo. Uh, The son, Rick, has cerebral palsy, and the father has been pushing him in a wheelchair pulling him in in a raft and just bringing him on triathlons and marathons for years and years and years now. They've done a thousand races together. Well, one day Beth uh, saw them doing that and instantly her mind went to her own situation. Her mother was diagnosed with MS when Beth was only 15 years old and was quickly confined to a wheelchair uh, for, you know, the remainder of her life up until this point. And when Beth saw that, you know, having one of those uh, specialized wheelchairs called Blades, uh, that that was possible, she decided to go get one. And her and her mother, Barbara, uh, Babsy as they call her, have been racing ever since. And so Team Babsy has done some incredible things. They've gone to the top of Mount Washington. Uh, They're trying to qualify for the Boston Marathon, but they've done tons of 5K, 10Ks, half marathons, marathons, and triathlons, and it has, to, needless to say, and, and, you know, to sum it up, has absolutely changed their life. I want to thank Beth for being on the show and telling her story of her mom, and I thank you her, to her friend Deb, who was also joining on the interview, uh, who got all of this together. Uh, and if you're out there and you think, you know, you're challenged or you're limited in some way, uh, it's stories like this that remind us that, you know, as, as, as many times as it gets said, If there's a will, there's a way. So hope you enjoy, and I hope you have a great week. We're starting it off right if you're listening to this show. Oh, yeah, where are you from? Oh, I'm just from here, but it's awful. I have a a bad Boston accent. Okay. All right. No worries. I've got some good (laughs) friends in the Boston area that I talk to a lot, so I'm used to it. Okay. (laughs) So awesome. So you're coming from Boston and uh, is that home for you guys then? Um, I live in Tingsboro, Massachusetts. It's about 40 minutes from Boston. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. I'm from here also, but I live in Manchester, New Hampshire now, but we went to school together. Okay, so you've been friends for a while. Yes. Oh wow. So Deb, do you do you do some of these races with Team Babsy as well? Are you on Team Babsy yourself? I, I am on Team Babsy. Yes. Oh, awesome. Well, uh, great. Well, Beth, why don't you tell us about that? What What is Team Babsy? What does that mean? Um. So it's it's um my mother whose name is Barbara, but I've just sort of always called her Babsy. So when we started to run. I was, we needed a name and we have some wheel covers and we put on team Babsy, but we run with team Hoyt. So we're really just a team Hoyt duo. That's what sort of our team is really named. We're called a duo, but we're just listed as team Babsy when we run. Wonderful. So, so what came first? It was your interest in running or, or was it, um, kind of in conjunction with helping your mother get out there as well? Um, I, I feel like I was just always an athlete. I didn't, I wasn't really a runner. I still, I still don't consider myself a runner, more of a duo. Um, and then I saw team Hoyt participating in a triathlon. And the minute I saw their equipment, I was just trying to figure out how to get my mom in her own jogger or running chair. 
she um, has MS and she had early onset. So at 38, uh, she had been sort of sidelined to a wheelchair. And so um, it took a toll on our family a little bit. And the past six years, we've been running and traveling and running and biking and swimming and hiking and pushing and all kinds of fun stuff. Did you say 38 years old when this happened? She was, yeah, she was 38. Oh, she's man. 75 now. So she's had it quite a long time. So how old were you when she was 38? I was 15. So I was a sophomore in high school and um, she was pretty active in our community. She worked at the school that we went to and then all of that just had to stop. What was that like for you at eight years old seeing all that happening? Uh, at 15. Um, I mean, I'm sorry. Not, yeah, I was thinking no, that's 30, a, at 15. <laughs> that's what I meant. I mean, it was definitely confusing and scary and awful, you know, but our community, I feel, I feel good about my town. They sort of rallied around me, my teachers. I, I, Deb and I both went to an amazing school. It was very small, close-knit. So I did have other women mother me, my, my grandmother and neighbors and stuff. So, um, you know, I do feel blessed in that way because my mother just, not, no fault to her own, just wasn't available, you know, to be there as a typical mom would be, if that makes sense. Yeah. How quickly did it, did it onset and affect your lives once you found out? Um, I gotta say she, she really declined quickly. She was in a wheelchair within a year or two. Uh, but since then she actually has slow progressive. So she still has all of her, uh, mental faculties and, you know, there's so many ways that MS can affect a person. You know, you can be blind, you can, you know, not walk, you can walk, you can walk like your equilibrium is off. So she immediately went into the wheelchair. That was her first symptom. She was sort of walking kind of wobbly. Um, but other than that, she's pretty much healthy as a horse. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. So, so yeah, I can imagine how difficult that was at such a young age for, for both of you. How did your mom seem to handle it when it, when it started happening? Um, I think for her, it's probably the same, you know, you, you're in denial at first and you're trying to still be a part of your family and, you know, you're trying to get medical treatment or trying anything that might work. They actually did sort of, um, a version of chemo for quite a bit down in Boston when I was in college. So she had a lot of the side effects from that. She lost her hair and whatnot, but nothing really seemed to work. All the drugs that they have now weren't around back when she was diagnosed. So, and nothing reverses the plaque that are on the nerves. So, um, you know, she declined quickly, but then stabilized. And then we sort of all just made it work as a family. Wow. So it kind of became the new normal. For sure. And, and now you say the, uh, you've always been athletic and active, um, but it was seeing the the Hoyt team, the Hoyt family, uh, that really inspired you. Can you explain like what that is for for people who've never heard of that and don't know what you're talking about? So Team Hoyt is a father son duo, and they've been racing. Oh boy, since the mid seventies. Since seventy two, I think was their first race. Um, Rick, in a regular wheelchair. In a regular wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> Rick was born with cerebral palsy, and Dick will tell you the story that. And I'm paraphrasing, so. I, I won't do the story justice um, without Dick here, but uh, they, you know, back then doctors were like, he, he'll be a vegetable. You should put him in um, some sort of nursing facility, you know, don't take him home. And Dick and his wife at that, at, at that time, were like, no, we're going to take him home and raise him just like we would any other son. Um, and they fought to get him into public school. And when he got in there, he was actually going to a, a basketball game and there was like a lacrosse player that was hurt. And Rick came home and said, dad, um, you know, there's this race for this kid that's hurt. And I want him to know that, you know, just because you can't walk, it's not the end of your life. I didn't physically say it. He has one of those um, computerized voice machines. Mm -hmm. And so Dick actually signed up for the race and it was a five mile race and they ended up completing it. 
And uh, Dick will tell you he did not come in last. He's very proud of that. <laughs> um, uh, and then, you know, Rick said, when I'm running, it feels like I'm not disabled. And from then, Dick and Rick have been running ever since. And the the racing chairs have developed over time. So um, he's got a little sporty model now. But for me to have seen them and then really investigate, I remember coming home and just investigating, researching who they were and how can I get my mom? You know, I, I, you know, my life felt sort of parallel to having somebody that you love that, you know, needs to participate just in a different way. So they've, they've opened up so many doors for us to be included in so many endurance events. And when was it that you first saw them doing this? I think it was the summer of 2014. It's like six, I feel like this is our sixth year sort of running with the Hoyts. And, um, I, I ended up Googling, um, you know, how do I get a chair? And I got in touch with somebody that said, just come down and grab a jogger. It's sort of like an adult jogger. And my kids and I, we drove down, picked it up and I literally rolled it into my mom's nursing facility. And I was like, just, just go ahead and get in. We're going to go for a run. (laughs) Now, now what did she say? Is she like, Get that thing away from me. <laughs> so the 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 good news, bad news about me and my mom, and Deb is included, is my mom does not say no to anything. So <laughs> we'll actually come up with some really cockamamie ideas, and she is up for all the adventure. So when I pulled up with it, she was like, okay, let's go. And we've been running and biking and hiking and, and doing swimming. and swimming. I put her in a boat ever since. Oh my gosh! So yeah, I, I want to hear more about the swimming. I, now I'm going to include a picture of this uh, the chair, the Hoyt chair. You know that makes sense. And I think a lot of people have probably once they maybe look up the Hoyt team, um, it's For a very sure. famous story. They've done there's I mean they've done thousands of races, literally. Right. Um, very well-known father-son duo, but I've never even seen the boat. What is that? How do you do that? So um, they were the first duo actually to compete in Kona. And so um, the chair that I use is different from the equipment that Dick and Rick have. But my, uh, it's called the Blade. It's a running chair called the Blade. And you can take the front tire off and that attaches the boom bar to my bike. And then when we're done biking, we put the be- the wheel back on and then we run. But uh, with the help of many awesome people, I I have a boat that I put my mom in and then I strap the belt to the boat and to me. And then I pull her as I swim part of the triathlon, which she's not a big fan of because <laughs> even before she couldn't swim, she couldn't swim. So she gets a little nervous, but I have some amazing friends that will swim beside her while I'm swimming with her. So I just have to look back and they're telling me that she's all set. So I just keep swimming and they talk to her and make sure she's feeling safe and comfortable. And then when we get back to the shore, they'll help me get her out of the boat and then get her into her um, racing chair. And then we'll head off on the bike portion of the triathlon. That's not her favorite part to say the least. The swimming, but at least for a lot of triathlons, it's the first thing you do: get it out of the way. Yeah, know, be done with it. <laughs> then you can move on right. to something else. Um, right. So, so you say 2014. That's um, that was you know a lot of years of not not doing this. So, so why right. you so you saw the Hoyt team and you saw that this was possible. You know, from there, were you already doing races yourself? Um, were you always, um, or was this kind of all together? I feel like, did we do Elakoya, Deb, before that? I think we did Timberman Triathlon before so that. So yeah. Deb talked me into doing a triathlon. Here here, here lies the good news, bad news, right? <laughs> we're bad for each other. Of, of our other. friendship. Um, you know, and of course I said, okay. And so we did Elakoya. So we were doing like little events like that, I would say. But it wouldn't be like, oh, hey. I have to go run 10 miles today. It was like, oh, let's try this or let's try that, you know, that type of thing. So being or or we'd go play pickup basketball or something, you know what I mean? It wasn't really geared towards just running. Okay, but you were you were active and uh Yeah. And so s- s- seeing the Hoyt team and and picking up one of these specialized chairs 
and your mother willingness to do it, then, then what? Did you start training together, kind of getting used to, you know, running together, biking together? And what was the first uh, competition you entered? So we actually, um, our first race was the Middle Miss um, Big Heart Rock and Run uh, 5K. So I would take the jogger down to where she lives and we would run just um, sort of on this boulevard that's in Lowell where she lives. And we would just keep lapping that as many times as we thought we needed uh, to practice to go, you know, three miles. And I'd have other people join us and they would help push her. Um and so it ended up being quite a big group that joined us for our first race. I forget how many people we had, Deb, do you remember? Maybe 10? 10, 10, 12, something like that. Yeah. So it was great. And we all um, ran together and it was awesome. It was it was challenging for sure because, I don't know, it was emotional and it was hot. And you feel like, oh, gosh, I've just practiced enough that I should be finishing this, you know. But it was amazing. and. The best part was uh, Dick and Rick actually ended up being at the race. They had connected with uh, the Middle Miss family. So on our first race, we got to meet Dick and Rick Hoyt. Pretty, pretty. Uh, I'm sure pretty inspiring to, to help sure. you get through that first one. Holy cow, that's awesome. And, and so when you when you first started doing this, what did your mom, what was your your mom's reaction? Did she like it? Did she think? Yeah, this is a this is a lot. I'm just sitting here, uh, she, uh, she loves it, and I will tell you, uh, she is she's like the mayor on these courses. Honestly, people come from anywhere on the course and will come over and you know give her a thumbs up or um, say something so kind and nice, a high five, or they'll be patting me on the back or so many, so many different ways that she, she's, she's a celebrity out there, honestly. <laughs> she loves every second of it. She has the hugest smile. She is, she's really known for the smile on her face. And, um, you know, I think we just got bit by the bug of how I've just been given the opportunity to make her so happy. And that I think is the driving force of team Babsy for sure. How does that make you feel? Oh, uh, I, it, I mean, she beats me by a few seconds every race, so that gets annoying. Um, oh, man. But, you know, when you, you kind of sort of lose your mom at 15, right, it, there's an impact. So to have, to have something now to reconnect me, and it's just, it's just us, you know. It's just something that we do, and we have this great group, and Deb's a part of it that is just so kind and willing to lend their legs if I couldn't or if I needed something or I couldn't you know, push for a second or everyone's always on the lookout for my mom and helping. And, you know, I just, I just, honestly, I feel like this is now her turn. You know, she, she sat on the sidelines for, oh my gosh, 38 to 70 ish or 68. So a, a, a good amount of years sort of just going through the day to day with, you know, she obviously has friends and, she loves her life and her faith, but this was just something that allowed her to reconnect back into the community, if that, if that makes sense. So we want to thank our sponsor, Athletic Brewing, for promoting a healthy lifestyle through making some of the world's best non-alcoholic craft beer. They make excellent tasting NA for healthy, active, modern adults. They use certified all-organic grains, and each can of non-alcoholic beer is only between 50 and 70 calories. They have IPA, golden ale, stouts, and tons of seasonal offerings. And recently, they actually just took home the gold medal at the U.S. Open Beer Championships for their double hop IPA. If you would like to get your hands on some, you can save 15% by using the code ADVENTURE at athleticbrewing.com. Athletic Brewing, the best tasting way to keep your promises. And also want to thank our sponsor, CS Instant Coffee, for making this show happen. They make 100% Arabica Instant Coffee. They use compostable packaging, and each package makes about 20 ounces of coffee. So I'll take one of those with me on an overnight trip, and it makes two pretty good-sized cups of coffee. And it's an awesome feeling knowing I can just throw that in my backpack 
find some hot water, and I'm good to go. Save 20% by using the code ADVENTURE at csinstant.coffee. Absolutely. And, you know, for anyone who hasn't done an event like this, it is, uh, in a healthy way, it's addicting. Just the the camaraderie, the um, pure adrenaline towards the end when you complete it, the sense of accomplishment, all of it, and the training leading up to it. It's such an amazing process, the whole thing. And the day of is just unbelievable. I can't imagine how much more so with this added... um, benefit of you know connecting with your mother and seeing the joy it brings to her it's 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 an amazing experience i can imagine um it's just like it's not it's not even easy to write amazing doesn't even do it justice you know what i mean (laughs) it's just it's something that you could never like fully describe it's a it's a feeling and when you're out there you just always want her to have that feeling you know well every single person that has participated has said that their life is changed by that event, by being part of Team Babsy. Wow! And, and now, Deb, why, why we? Why do you think that is? You know, being someone who who has been involved in this for a while now. I, I don't really know. It's like when you run a race, you're running the race. You might PR. You're you're healthy. You feel strong. You're an athlete. All of that. But this, it's about you. But it's really not. It's about Babsy. And giving someone else this experience that they couldn't have otherwise, like last year, actually a year ago today, we uh, pushed and pulled her up Mount Washington in New Hampshire, up the auto road in the sunrise ascent. And that was one of the most amazing parts of it for me, just getting to do that and, and bring her somewhere that she wouldn't have been able to go herself. Holy cow. Yeah. Mount Washington's no joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big mountain. Hopefully the weather was good for you because it can be pretty nasty oh, up there. Oh, wow. So, so what was that event like? How many people did it take and, and how difficult was that to complete? Uh, they were, they were, they called us mules. They were nine, <laughs> nine mules. And uh, we all just, you know, at first we were rotating through the different parts of like three people behind the chair, two people in front, the rest of us on the side. So we kept rotating, but I think by mile three. I don't know. We we all ended up on the chair for a long time. You either had a rope or you were on the handlebars or something. It was all of us um, just pushing up that hill. <laughs> it was it was uh, it was um, pretty challenging, especially mile four to five. I will say that <laughs> is a memorable mile because oh, wow. there was no there was no like little turn off to take a break. It just kept going. I feel. Um, but my mom loved it. We have beautiful, Deb took a beautiful picture of us. It's amazing. Uh, she doesn't even recall being to the top of the mountain ever, especially that way. Um, we had the fat tires on her blade and it was, it was just awesome. It was, it was really great. And how many miles was it total? It's 7.6, I believe. Yeah, I think it's 7.6 uphill. <laughs> One hill. One hill, but uphill just one giant humongous hill yeah (laughs) you know your mother is there in her blade um what what does what does her role look like in all of this what does she do during the time you guys are racing or you know these hours of going uphill what does she like to do during that time Um, she loves to just you know, she was, she was chit-chatting and I think she's just the in- inspirational force that you look back and you see her little self in, in this blade and everyone is literally pulling and pushing straight up an elevation that normally you'd probably be like, forget this, this is insane. <laughs> you know, and you look back and the smile, it's my mom's smile, honestly. Everyone who sees us you know, because of course I don't get to see it until the pictures come in. Everyone will say, you know, your the smile on your mom's face, the your mom's smile is just amazing. You know, so I think you look back and you see, or you if you've known my family, you know what she's been through, and you're just like sacrificing yourself and your time and your body for just like something that's bigger than you. You know. Something that's not talked about a lot, but it's it's definitely evident when you're in those events 
it can be really self-centered, you know, to do a lot of Ironman or do a lot of triathlons or 5Ks, marathons. You can really get into your own story and your own quote, you know, a resume with it. But doing it something like that, just like you said, you're not going to know the other nine people hardly that, that helped your mom get up there. But your mom is kind of the star of the show. Yeah, And in a lot of ways, it's refreshing, you know, to get out of your own head and to say it's about her, not me. Right, for sure. And I'll I'll just say, so I don't know if Deb told you, but um, I'm actually taking her to Spain in June. Yes. And, um, and what are you going so to we're going to walk. Yeah, we're going to walk a part of the Camino. But I just wanted to kind of circle back to her smile. So we had to go get her a passport, which it's not, I got to tell you at 75, she doesn't have a single ID to her name. It was, <laughs> it was a little tricky. There was a jumping through hoops and running around to sort of hope, right. That you have all the paperwork. So I take her to the post office in Lowell where she lives. And, um, she, I hand in all the paperwork and whatnot, and then we got to take the picture. So my mom is smiling, do you know? And the woman's like, well, they don't really care for you to be smiling in the passport picture, right? So now my mom is like trying to not smile and she looks awful. She looks like, I don't even know how to describe it without sounding. It's a mugshot. It's a mugshot. It is to the point where the woman starts laughing so hard and she's like, well, maybe not that bad of a non-smile. So my mom has to try to not smile, but not look like a mugshot. And, you know, um, the one, and so we just got her passport in and the picture is, it's awful. <laughs> no one's ever going to recognize her. <laughs> no one, right, exactly. She's going to be probably mad about it because she, honestly, it's, it's terrible, but she got it done, you know, <laughs> but she can't not smile. She, that's the problem. You know what I mean? She's, she's pretty famous for that that smile of hers. So was she like that before you guys started running together? Um, I think she's always been sort of a, a happy person to be around, but the smile is just something now because she's just so full of joy being out there. And the Hoyts Dick, Dick Hoyt gushes over this woman. I mean, honestly, the hugs and the kisses and everybody comes just to greet her when we get at a race and so happy to see her. And you know, constantly getting texts or emails or Facebook posts, like, how's your mom? Anything I post up that has my mom in it, forget about it. It's like a viral, it goes, it's like a viral social media event. People just love her. Now, is that something you found surprising when you first started doing these events together? Um, Not in this town. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I say not, not surprising in the sense that people loved my mom. She worked at the school. She, you know, we, we're from a small town. And so what's, what's one of the greatest um, parts of it for me is I'll, I'm still in touch with people who knew us then, right? So they knew the struggle. They knew when I was 15, they watched my mom, you know, go through some challenges and for, and now they see us now, you know, and through social media, you're still connected to my third grade teacher mm -hmm. and right. So they're able to see how far and see the joy in my mom. And, you know, so in that aspect, it's not surprising, but the love, the continual love for whatever my mom's doing or anything that has to do with team Hoyt, it, it's amazing. Wow. I, I mean, it does sound just, I don't know. I, I can imagine being there for one of those events and just restoring so much faith in humanity, seeing how many people are just so kind, so loving, and just how good of a time she's having. So how excited is she to go to Spain? Oh, she's a little nervous. <laughs> when we saw the movie, she said no. So, Deb, oh, so wow. it's all Deb's fault, just so you know. I just That's why I made her come, because... Uh, Deb tells me there's this documentary about these two best friends that they walk the Camino and we should bring Babsy and, you know, everything will be great. So, of course, I say, okay. And then, of course, my mom says, okay. So we go and watch the documentary. And the minute it's over, I say <laughs> to my mom, you better pack your bags because we're going to go. And she is, I can't leave 
Lowell. I can't leave Massachusetts. You know, and I've, we've gone on, we've, Deb and I have taken her to DC and we ran in the Marine Corps marathon. I've taken her to Virginia beach and, but not, you know, for longer than maybe a long weekend, we go to Falmouth road race every year. So this is, you know, a week's long of an adventure. Um, but I slowly wore her down, I feel. (laughs) Um, And then when uh, Justin and Patrick kind of threw out there like, hey, we're going to provide an accessible trip for others that need to be pushed, right? A rider athlete or um, someone who's disabled, would you be interested in it? And I, of course, immediately signed up to say, yes, I am. But here's the hitch. I want to go with my mom, you know, so it's not just me out there pushing someone I don't know, or my mom out there being pushed by, you know, somebody else, we're going as team Babsy. You're still stretching her boundaries. It sounds like, which is, which is awesome to hear. Um, man, that's just so cool. What, what has it done for your relationship, mother and daughter? I mean, I know it's been probably a little bit out of the ordinary compared to, you know, a, a lot of other people. Um, how is it, how has your dynamics changed through all this and, and, How's it deep in the relationship? I think it's just, you know, I feel like, and, you know, I can't speak for her because, um, you know, I'm sure she's happy that her wonderful daughter is spending so much time with her. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, you know, there's just like a big gap of time where, you know, and again, not no fault of her own that she sort of had to tend to what she needed for her well-being, right? Physically, mentally, emotionally, and She's a trooper. Honestly, I look, I look back and I think, boy, to have endured what she has endured, she's really full of grit and determination. And for me, it's just, it, it has brought, I don't even know if this is going to sound right, but it is, it sort of brought over a wave of peace and joy in my life that I just didn't really even know I was missing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, just to reconnect with something that, you know, maybe most people take for granted. I don't know. Um, you know, it, it's just allowed me to, I, I got to tell you, I'm living my best life. It took me 50 years to get here, <laughs> but I certainly feel like I'm just living my best life. And my mom is a huge part of that, you know. Do you feel that, it's something about the the activity of it, the 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 determination it takes to complete an event like this that that brings that out. Do you think there's any other way you and your mother could connect in this way and have this kind of life now without, you know, essentially the challenge of running and swimming and biking, adventure sports, right. essentially. I think that's that's a good question. I I'm thinking, you know, we it's the best of both worlds for both of us. So I'm active. I I love running with my mom. I got to tell you, I don't know if you have to beep this out, but I run like <laughs> when I'm not with my mom. Right. If I don't have, I train with the blade. If she can't come, I throw in 110 pounds of sand bags to, you know, um, equate what, what she weighs in there. And I push the, I'm pushing or biking with that blade if she's not in it anyway, because I'm just better. I feel like I perform better when I'm trying to simulate her in the chair. So I think for me, I can still be active. And for her, she's allowed to participate and be social and, you know, and we can share in the experience together. And it has taken us to so many different places, right? We've been, we've packed up the rental van and taken her to DC and we go to Falmouth. We've been to Virginia Beach and now Spain. We just keep up in the ante, I guess. <laughs> and, you know, that's what we tell people. A lot of people get criticism for maybe traveling somewhere to do their sport, you know, like they're, you know, going somewhere to climb or going somewhere to bike. And really what it does, it builds this framework to have all this adventure in because it, it, it's usually what it takes to give you the motivation to travel to those places in the first place. And so if this, if this is what's, you know, building that structure and that framework for you guys, 
yeah, it's it's taking you to places you probably would never go otherwise, you know? Right, right, and exactly. See, and seeing it at a pace that you don't ever, I mean, how, you're, you running with that blade, you're not missing a beat, you know what I mean? Like, you see everything. <laughs> And you really get to experience a location and really get to feel everything and smell everything. And your mother gets the same opportunity, which, yeah, you're right. Like, what other way would she experience those places? Right. In right. a car? And that's just not the same. And I, and I think for us, too, you know, people see the chair and they immediately, you know, connect us with Team Hoyt. And everybody knows that story. And we, we were doing Marine Corps and people were push not pushing, well, pushing, nudging, I'll say nudging <laughs> others out of our way and screaming, you know, like Hoyt chair coming through, like get up, get out of the way. I, I kept saying to people, you're making me run too fast. Like you're, you're, this is too fast of a pace. Yeah, it's okay. Pressure. If someone's in my way. <laughs> um, and other people that have shared their story, like, you know, I, I lost my mom. I wish, I'd have had this opportunity before I lost her or, you know, um, I'm going to look into this, you know, how can I do this with my child or can I, you know, borrow your jogger because, or, or blade, because I want to, you know, participate with, you know, a rider that I know that would love it. Do you know what I mean? So it's just always spreading that. Yes, you can. And, you know, an opportunity for others to be included and all that just come, it sounds so crazy and silly, but all that comes on every, whether it's a 5K, a triathlon, a marathon, whatever we're doing, that all of that comes with it, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And that was actually something I was going to ask is, since your participation for the last five or six years, have you seen other similar um, people in similar situations come out and, and give it a try as well? Yes. Yeah, so my, my cousins who, uh, they live across the street and they have a son who's autistic. And we actually ended up, um, through one of our races, we raised enough money to get them a jogger and now they run with us. Um, and so they're able to experience, right. Being active and getting their son and providing him opportunities to be, you know, social and in the community, that maybe he might normally not feel comfortable in or shy away from, you know? So those are the things that, you know, this is bigger than just team Babsy. You know, we're, we're always gushing about team Hoyt and all that they have done for us and the opportunities that they've provided. And now we want to, you know, let people know, like, listen, if, if I can do it, <laughs> if I can push my mom, anybody, you know, you find a way anybody could do something, you know, and the, the 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 health that that brings to a life, you know what I mean? Like there's, you know, your mom was probably living just a fine life before, but you just, like you said, you didn't know what you were missing out on until, you know, you get her all this fresh air and you get out there and you, and you're getting physically more fit as you continue to do this. I can't imagine the, just the benefit it's added to both of your lives. Whereas otherwise, if you didn't know that that was capable you know, you're sitting in your room or you're sitting at your nursing home just kind of day to day. And I don't know, it just the mundane, mundane. Yeah, exactly. Sure. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. It yeah. kind of breaks I mean, that. Yeah. They play bingo there, but I don't think that beats a, <laughs> a marathon. You know? Right. I don't know. Bingo is pretty, can get pretty exciting, but yeah. yeah, I think you're right. It doesn't beat a marathon. It doesn't beat going to Spain um, and doing part of, you know, something that really takes you out of your comfort zone. Right. So yeah, that, that brings me um, to this. So you, you've been doing this for a few years now, five, six years. What What's kind of on the horizon? What are you guys, what are you guys shooting for, if anything, um, for the so, next few years? <laughs> so <Probably. laughs> um, I, I um, you know, you get around Dick and Rick Hoyt and you, <laughs> you think a lot of things are possible. So I've run for... Uh, Team Hoyt Boston Marathon charity team a couple years. And this past year, when I was finishing, I just thought, you know, I just don't want to be on this course without my mom. And so we decided to uh, work towards qual uh, qualifying for Boston. So this October, um, we're trying to get as fast as we can. <laughs> 
to qualify at the Bay State Marathon here in Lowell, Mass. It's a, you know, it's a hometown uh, course and it's supposed to be flat and fast. Um, and so that's sort of what we're doing um, this fall. So we're pretty excited about that. Uh, the weather has been a little warm, so Babsy has to hang in. So I do have to, we have to bring sandbag Babsy, which is fine <laughs> to train. Um <laughs> And then we're hoping to either qualify or become eligible. There's a couple of different ways that you can get on the course, but there are only 10 duo bibs available for Boston right now. So slim, slim pickings and they're a hot commodity. So we're going to just do the best we can. Yeah. And for you to qualify, you have to qualify as if you're not pushing the blade. So you have to qualify like a regular runner while pushing the blade. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's no compensation for the blade. (laughs) And I turned 50 uh, last year, and they gave me five extra minutes. So when you turn 50, you get four hours to do it. But then it just became so popular. They decided that you should be five minutes faster than your time. So they gave me five minutes, and then they turned around and took it right back. So my qualifying time would be 3.55, which I got to tell you, you know, and I know you probably understand after hearing about my mom is – We've never been in a rush to end or get through any race. We're having such good time, so we enjoy every second. So we've never really tried to be fast or get through it fast. So this is a new challenge, not only physically, but mentally also. I'm someone that really likes to enjoy an event, too. I don't like to, you know, (laughs) I'm not addicted to speed by any means. (laughs) I definitely understand that. So, yeah, so that's on the horizon, um, the Boston Marathon. That, and that would be la- next year, you said? Yeah, we're, we're shooting for uh, 2020. So I'm thinking, well, we're going to Spain. So maybe, you know, we'll be going to Boston, too. Like, maybe it'll just be the year of the 2020. I don't know. Hey, it's going to be a big year. <laughs> 2020. Just sounds so good. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be uh, setting all sorts of crazy goals for 2020. For sure, for sure. I hope at least. But you said that um, discovering this in 2014, do you ever think like, man, this is something I could have been doing 10 years earlier if I'd have known about it? For sure. I mean, so many times, but I think everything happens at the right time, you know? Like, I might not have been available for it 10 years ago, right? My My kids were little or I was... I'm a teacher, so maybe too busy there or getting, you know, it, it, I think, I think every, everything happens at the right time for the right reason. So I think it was perfect timing. So what would you tell somebody who, who is hearing this story and now knows that, that this is possible for them if they're in a si- similar situation? I think we, Deb and I would both be like, yes, you can. I mean, absolutely. Why not do it? Cause my mom's nervous about going to Spain. She has some medical needs and she's a little worried, you know, about certain things and being out of her, you know, comfort zone of a nice, you know, small protected, safe environment at the nursing facility. And, you know, I always say to her, you know, we worry about the same things on a 5k race that we're going to be worried about in Spain. You're like, what's the worst that's going to happen. Right. What's the worst. Right nothing. We go back to the hotel and we don't go that day or, you know, we, we walk the race or, you know, as long as we're together and having fun, you know, I, I try to keep the mindset of, you know, the worst that's going to happen is we don't go that day or we have to quit or we have to walk or, you know, we have to ask for help or whatever it is, you know, there's no worst case scenario as long as we're having fun and doing it together. I think that it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be just another milestone for your mom to say, holy cow, this is possible (laughs) now. Now what's possible, you know? Right. What's the next thing, Dad? Oh, yeah. yeah. Because usually when you go and do something like that, it gives you all these other ideas because you hear from other people doing it from all over the world who've had different experiences. And the next thing you know, the wheels start turning and... Heck, by next summer, you have no idea what you're going to be doing. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I think, awesome. you know, it just opens the door to maybe take her to other places and run a race while we're there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to get her back to Niagara Falls, like just some places that I'd I'd like to visit with her. You know, I think, 
I think that might be next. Do some more des- destination. Yeah. We'll do a rim to rim in the Grand Canyon. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. No. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, I don't know. You never know. That's a pretty right. uh, We never well say no trail. around here. Never say no. You never say never. And Deb, if anybody could find a way to have that happen, it would be Deb. And you know I'm not saying no. And you know my mom's not saying no. So it's a bad combination. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, it's like doing Mount Washington, just backwards. You go down first, then you got to come. Right. That's the only tricky right. part. <laughs> and she is this petite little thing. So we know we could carry her. Okay. So. All right. You got a team of people. That, that's absolutely <laughs> doable. I mean, they take, they take donkeys and horses down that trail every day. Sure. And those I are got, big animals. You have to come help us then. Yeah. You'll okay. have to come. Yeah. You'll come help us then. I absolutely would. <laughs> I've, done, yeah, I've done that trail. It's not, it's not impossible. That It's not narrow. It's not uh terribly, terribly steep. It's, it'd be doable for 100%. Right. And we know we have nine mules from the other yes. race. So they, always, <laughs> yeah, they all said they do it again. Yeah. Is there anything? So what, what's the next thing coming up? What's what's kind of the closest on the the schedule for you? Uh, so uh, two weeks, we'll be headed to Falmouth, the Falmouth Road Race down at the Cape, and um, it's really our favorite race. The crowd is amazing. The course is awesome. You know, after the first three miles, you are out on the beach and the uh, scenery is beautiful. And my, we go down for the weekend and we stay and we represent the Hoyts out on the course wearing our shirts and we're running with other duos and, you know, thousands of other people and some push rims and people that we've seen year after year. And we love it. My mom out there, people are, we're taking selfies with groups of people that love her. And we have friends on the course that are waiting for us to come around corners and, um, it's just, it's an amazing weekend and we love it every year. Oh, it sounds awesome to be on the beach this time mm-hmm. of year. What an adventure. And it's your favorite one. You said, well, that, you gotta be excited. It's a, it, it's, it's like our boss, our mini Boston marathon. Honestly, the crowds down there, I don't know if you've ever experienced the Falmouth road race, but no, some of the elites come and it's just, uh, it's just great. It's, it's, it's a really fantastic course and, um, just a great event for the whole weekend the Spain trip coming up in a little while. That's, that's, you got a big year coming, you know? For sure. Well, I really appreciate you being on and, uh, you know, sharing your story. How, how can people find out more about, um, team Babsy? Um, I don't really have a website. If you just typed in team Babsy every year, I, I put all of our pictures, um, in like a little YouTube video. Mm. And, um, I, you know, I borrow some songs from people, so maybe maybe not mention that part. I'm not sure if I've gotten permission from the song, <laughs> songwriters. Um, but if they saw my mom, they probably wouldn't be too uh, mad. But I would definitely have them go over to the Team Hoyt website and just see. I mean, I'm just one of so many duos that are out there doing their thing and you know, it might be um, a runner and a rider or a father and a son or um, I, I don't even know. There's so many different combinations of duos out there that they've also been bitten by this Hoyt bug and they're getting out there and enjoying life. And so I would just have people visit that Team Hoyt um, webpage. And up at the top, it'll show all the different chapters that we have um, in the United States and Canada. And um, it's just fantastic. It's really great. You should have them visit that website. I absolutely will. That's that's a great idea because we every time we feature something like this, a group of people will reach out and say, you know, uh, my son is dealing with this, and I didn't think this was possible, but now I know it is. So yeah, I, I guarantee there are quite a few listeners in a similar situation who maybe haven't seen that it's possible for in their own eyes. So, you know, if I'll, I'll link that website and, uh, be sure to share and, uh, yeah, promote this as much as we can. This is a fantastic story and I'm couldn't be more happy for the both of you, all three of you actually to, and everyone <laughs> else on the team, you know, what a, right. what a great way to bring people together. Mm. Yeah. We're pretty lucky. We're pretty lucky. Wonderful. Well, uh, yeah, thank you so much for being on and, uh, Deb, thanks for setting this up. No problem. Great luck moving forward with all your races. I know it's going to go well, and I hope you 
you know, achieve everything you, you want to. All right. Well, we'll keep you posted. All right. Thank you. Yep. Have a good Thanks. one. Thanks. Right, bye. 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 Well, first of all, thank you so much for listening to this episode. It really means the world to us that you want to spend your time with us. If you'd like to help us further, please just leave us a review on iTunes, share us on social media, tell your friends about us. You can become a patron, a supporter of the show for $5 a month at patreon.com slash adventure sports podcast. And if you know somebody that would make a good guest, reach out. We're always looking for good adventure and outdoor stories. And lastly, thank you to our sponsors whose messages follow right now. Athletic Brewing makes the best non-alcoholic craft beer. Go to their website at athleticbrewing.com and use the code in our show notes to save 15% on your first order. After all this adventure talk, if you're needing some gear yourself, but you need some advice before buying, go to backpacktribe.com where you can ask questions to the owners who have experience with all the gear as well as all of it for sale right there on their website.